what's going on, bro? Tagging this. It's your boy, Jerry, the TR expert Washington, and I'm here in the basement of General Fitness Company Studios, and I'm recording episode number 31 of the TR expert Talks. I'm really excited about this one. Today, we're going to be talking about pain. No pain, no gain? Yes and no. <laughs> yeah, so I want to talk to you a little bit about what I've learned in my um, lifetime as a uh, world champion power lifter, as well as a six-time All-American and a runner for Adidas. We did a couple things, learned a lot about pain over my time, and uh, not to mention learning, uh, <laughs> I think, the most excruciating pain so far, that, or uh, at least long-lived pain that I've been experiencing so far is uh, the uh, growing pains of becoming an entrepreneur. You know, it's a lot different than the nine to five life. It's definitely a lot different than uh, working for someone else as a personal trainer. And uh, I just wanna share a little bit about what you can learn today from your exercise and how we can uh, obviously apply that to our real world life examples. Uh, we're not even in the episode yet, but I just want you to understand this real quick that um, you can't start at the top. Uh, a lot of people, they wanna start at the top. They wanna experience no pain whatsoever and just say, I wanted to start off the top. I want to start off with six-pack abs. I want to start off with beautiful quads and and calf muscles. But um, <laughs> nobody wants to start at the bottom and experience the pain that gets them to that point where you don't really feel the pain anymore, and it's just like a workout. It's just a workout. So I just want to get that out of the way. Like, listen up. You can't start at the top. You have to start at the bottom. And I <laughs> I've actually experienced that myself. When I first started off a training, I just thought. Uh, uh, everybody would want to train with me. I remember that. Like, uh, I was a really good trainer before I actually went to the, the my uh, previous gym because I've been training forever. And I was like, oh, people know me. I'm going to be really good. And when I got to that gym, seriously, literally for the first four months, I had no clients whatsoever. I was just so arrogant and just was... <laughs> I just could not accept the pain of nobody wanting to train with me as like an indicator that like something that I'm doing was wrong. So like, <laughs> thank God I learned from that before I became an entrepreneur. But um, yeah, you just can't start from the top and just uh, think that everything is gonna be all hunky dory. No matter how many, no matter what your skill level is, no matter how many people know you, no matter what your reputation was before you're actually starting what you're doing now, get your ego out of the way and start from the bottom no matter where you are. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I wanna get on with this episode. I just wanted to get that out of the way because um, I think that is super important. That's something that a lot of people just, they just kinda like blow off. So um, yeah, let's start this episode. But before we get this episode started, this episode about pain, I wanna ask you real quick, if you are finding a value in any of these episodes, especially this one, please leave a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you're consuming this content, whether it be Google Play or whether it be um, uh, one of the other uh, six or seven platforms. I think we're on eight platforms now, it's crazy. But um, wherever the uh, other platforms that uh, <laughs> I may not be familiar with, if you're consuming it there, I'm sure there's a way you can leave a review or rating as well. And I would appreciate it. It's very much appreciated because it helps me helps me help you and it helps me help others because it we get found and because every little bit of input and every review and rating that we receive is just a little bit more oxygen for the fire the fire that is this podcast <laughs> all right without further ado let's get this underway strap up your seat belts turn your headphones up because we're about to get the show on the road episode number 31 no pain it may be a little bit of gain. <laughs> Lego!
Oh boy, here we go. So why don't we just get right into this episode? You know, um, I feel uh, I feel kind of torn about pain because you know there's certain aspects of pain that you actually do need so you can push forward. But there's also aspects of pain that are clear indicators that you're doing something wrong with your workout. Say for instance, if you're working out and you're feeling like pain in your like uh, in your knee and you're doing squats, then you're probably doing something incorrectly. So. First and foremost, I want you to know that if you're feeling pain when you're doing something or a certain movement, that pain is a clear indicator that you're doing something incorrect. Now, the other side to that is that if you're feeling quote-unquote pain, which is most people associate with soreness and um, achiness, then that's a different story because if you're feeling soreness and achiness from a workout, well, that means that you—that just means that you worked out. Not necessarily. You know, I just want you as a side note. Like, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean you got a great workout. It just means you got a workout in. So pain is a constant reminder that we're actually alive. So that's part one. That's like why I really like to think about pain. Is like pain, you know, obviously joy too. But pain is a is a is a very clear reminder uh, that we're alive. You know, so. Um, I think that's something that we should strive for. Now, uh, with pain, you gotta have to be. You gotta first think about this. It's like uh, you gotta be motivated because if you're not motivated, you're gonna totally avoid pain at all costs. You know, like pain is something that we, as as humans, inherently um, avoid. Right? You don't want to be going in. You don't want to purposely wrong. <laughs> you know, get hit by a car or put your hand on a stove. Like you want to be, uh, you want to have some kind of reason for it. So you want to be motivated uh, by something, so you can um, have a reason for the pain. So uh, when it comes to the gym, you want to be like motivated by like you know, I, I hate to say it, but I mean a lot of times when you're in the gym, you're motivated by aesthetics. You know, you're motivated by how you look, whether it's to be more muscular, whether it's to be less fat. Uh, whether it's to have like you know a certain part of your body looking better, you have to have no, you have to have some type of motivation, so you're going to be willing to undergo that pain that's going to get you there, and that is like the underlying cause for a lot of people and why they don't get to the gym because they just don't feel enough pain in their current state um, to actually get into working out. And that's really important because, like, if you're happy with where you where you are, that's great. You're like, I want you to be happy with where you are. That's that's why I have this podcast for you, uh, so we can talk about things that can get you to that next level of happiness. But at the same time, you have to have these two. You have to have this dichotomy of thought here, where you have to be um, conscious of, like, yes, you love your life and life is awesome. But at the same time, you have to have a certain level of pain. And, and discomfort with where you are so that you be motivated enough to that you want to go to that next level in your life. Now, it's like I said, it's kind of like a dichotomy. It's almost like a contradiction in your head. You have to be motivated at the same time. You have to be happy with where you are. But there are certain people that go to the gym and there's certain people that don't. Certain people that work out and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Certain people that just can find that motivation and then they take themselves to the next level. Now everybody can find their motivation, but the thing is that if you're actually gonna be willing to take the time to find out what actually motivates you, um, is, the, is the difference. You know, everybody finds their motivation, just not everybody, or everybody can find their motivation, I should say, but not everybody does find their motivation. So I just wanna get that out of the way. That's very, 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 very important for you to actually uh, have motivation and where you wanna go with your workouts, because, um, if you just don't have that motivation, you're not even going to find yourself going to the gym, let alone actually find, <laughs> actually getting uh, to the pain of a workout. So um, 
I want you to also think about this. Like we were talking, we were talking about pain and uh, and um, you know not purposely putting your hand on the stove and jumping in front of a car. But I think the same rules apply with working out. Some people they end up, you know, there's times where you want to work out and that's great. You want to be motivated, that's great. You want to undergo pain because you know that it's going to get you to the next level of of fitness, and that's also great. But at the same time. You don't want to experience pain that's going to injure you. And the thing is that like, if you're going to go through this whole workout routine, if you're going to go undergo the stress of, of, of doing something to improve your life, I would say that like, you want to go through a pain that's actually valuable, that's worthy, that makes sense. So if you're undergoing, if you're going through pain that like, everybody else in the world has gone through. For instance, if you're going through pain where you pull a muscle, you strain a ligament, or you tear something, you know, that's the same pain that a lot of people um, go through, but having a, a mentor or a coach can actually prevent that. Or you don't even have to have like someone standing over you, but actually learning what you're trying to do by reading, or maybe just talking to professionals, not necessarily having a coach right there next to you, but having a, a talking to professionals uh, to learn what you're actually trying to, uh, the best way to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish is a really good, it's a really smart move because you know this, uh, um, this is a book by uh, Richard Dawkins. His name is Richard Dawkins. He's a, uh, a, a very well-renowned um, uh, evolutionary scientist. He said that the the organisms that survive, the organisms that go on to procreate and uh, create more of themselves, are the ones that don't have to undergo extreme amounts of trauma and pain and distress to learn from their environment. So, you know, they have organisms that have to go through all this. They have to experiment and stuff like that. And you probably know somebody like that yourself uh, um, that has to experiment and has to touch everything. And sometimes that works. Uh, but most of the time it doesn't. Even those people that you see that have to touch everything and experiment it for, uh, with everything, they are learning from their they're learning from the experience, but they're also learning from the experience from other people. Yeah, so like those people that are learning and touching everything, they're learning based off the experiences that other people have had. For the most part, if they're successful, <laughs> I shouldn't say for everybody, but a lot of those successful people you see that have to learn, have to touch everything and that experiment with everything, those are people that actually have seen someone else do it, maybe somehow learned through osmosis, and then they went out and tried to experiment and, and go off of uh, that particular idea and gone and gone forward with that. So like, um, if you're playing around and doing all these crazy things that you know like other people have uh, done before, or <laughs> and gotten injured. That's part one. Where you, that's probably probably something that uh, you should probably reconsider. And part two, if you're going to the gym and you're doing absolutely all new stuff, uh, that's cool. You know, that's awesome. But the thing is that like sometimes um, it's not a good idea to be the first person to try something out and get injured. If you know something that works for some, uh, that works for other people, and you know something that's worked for people. Uh, specifically, uh, that have your body type, because uh, I mean, there's one th some things that work for one person may not work for another person. But as we talked about in other episodes, um, in a couple other episodes, you should know what your body type is now: uh, mesomorph, ectomorph, or endomorph, and you can kind of <clears throat> you can determine what kind of body, to, or excuse me, you can determine determine what kind of workout you should do based on those uh, based on those indicators of uh, your body type. And again, if you haven't 
uh, listen to that podcast. I think it's episode, episode number 18, um, where we talk about uh, all the different workouts that you can do for every specific body type. So anyways, um, that's what we got for, uh, the, for the pain, and that's what we got what pain can teach you in the gym. So, you know, pretty much the pain in the gym is going to teach you either A, you shouldn't be doing that particular thing, or B, you might be associating that pain with uh, soreness and achiness, and that pain is actually just an indicator to tell you that, yes, you're still alive. So yeah, you can learn two things from pain. So you can learn how to not do something, and you can learn how to have an appreciation for life. So uh, let's get into that real-world life example, and there's quite a few of them here when it, when it applies to pain, you know? Uh, you know, a, a pain, first of all, uh, allows you to uh, have, have more discipline in your life. You know, because if you're, um, it, let me put it this way. A lot of people in the world, they say that uh, everything happens for a reason. And it's, that's true. Everything does happen for a reason. And, but the problem is a lot of people say that the reason is unknown. Now, if you, stand, if you stand in front of a car while it's moving 50 miles an hour, the reason for the pain is because the car is three to four to five thousand pounds and it's traveling at a speed that you could never reach on foot and it is imparting its, parting its presence on your body at that, at that speed. So yes, the reasons... Um, for that pain are <laughs> pretty uh, self-explanatory, but a lot of people go through life saying, oh, "Well, I don't know why that happened," and a lot of re a lot of times it's simple. The reason why something happened, or the ones, the reason why something continues to happen, at least if it's if if it's bad, is because you made a choice or you made it a, a bad decision. So um, the reason why stuff happens a lot of times in life is because you make decisions. And if something bad is happening in your life, a lot of reason, a lot of times the reason why that is happening is because you made a bad decision. If you're stuck in a bad marriage, or if you're stuck and you're overweight, um, <laughs> if you're stuck and you're in debt, it's because you made bad decisions. And it's, I mean, I wish I could put it a, a little nicer, but it un unfortunately that's really how the world works. And I guess this is this is the episode on pain. So yes, let this be the pain um, for uh, of um, let this be the pain to teach you uh, that a bad decision can be something that you can recover from. But it's definitely something that you shouldn't just sit around and say, "Oh, woe is me." Things happen for a reason <laughs> because yes, they do happen, but you can always change them. So um, let me be the voice of reason and say, hey, you know, everything does happen for a reason, but that reason a lot of times if you're not unhappy with uh, what happened, the reason is because um, you are, you are um, <laughs> making a bad decision. So don't just stop there though. Understand that that bad, why that bad decision, uh, what's going on with the underlying cause for that bad decision is and what that bad decision is actually causing in your life. So say for instance, if you're un let's say if you're ha unhappy with your spouse, hey, maybe it was a bad decision that, that you're together. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be together. And you know, say what you will about you know trying to stick it out or whatnot. But check this out. It's like almost eight billion people in the world. You probably and your spouse would probably be happier if you separated and kind of went your own ways and said, hey, you know what? We made a bad decision. Let's move on and let's go and try to correct it so you're not, so you're not spending another 20, you know, however many years of your life just wasted. You know, <laughs> like think about that. You know, there's people that sit there and say, oh, what was me? Um, 
I spent all this money on this such and such and now I um <laughs> I can't afford X Y and Z. But then they turn around and they spend the same money on the same thing and they spend turn around and again they're broke. So it's like Yes, things happen for a reason, but if you understand the reason, you can correct it and you can stop making those bad decisions and stop experiencing that pain over and over and over again because pain is meant to be a teacher. It doesn't have to be your only teacher, but it's absolutely meant to be a teacher. And if you continue to go through pain and you continue to experience the same pain from the same decisions, then I don't know what to tell you, Broham. <laughs> I really don't. I know I've, I've I've gone through in my own personal times where I've had uh, you know some decisions that I knew were wrong and that I had to you know I had to take a couple steps back from you know there's some times where I was like I was doing it you know I was like I was doing I was doing it right you know everything was going right but then I kind of got into a a dead end where I was just like oh man this is not gonna work I mean I'll it'll be good for a little bit but if I take a couple steps back then I can go even further. So it's like sometimes you just kind of have to stay. You have to think about okay, what is this pain teaching me? Um, is this pain actually teaching me anything? You know, because as I said before, the pain could just be an indicator that you know that you should appreciate life. <laughs> sometimes it really is, but for the most part, you can tell you can definitely trace a lot of your pain back to um, bad decisions. So um, that's what I got from you. You know, it's like. Uh, the, un the the unfortunate thing is that we do have to uh, undergo pain because that's just how it that's how it is. Um, that's life. <laughs> that, that's how some of us learn, uh, whether it's our pain or the pain or experiencing the pain of others. Um, that's how you learn. So you know, don't run away from learning. Don't run away from discomfort. Don't run away from pain because it can it has its benefits in teaching you something. And obviously, it'll teach you. Um, for the for the most important thing, it'll teach you is that you can um, not do the same decision or make the same decision twice. And uh, that's definitely what I want you to take away from this whole podcast today is that you should definitely not make the same bad decisions twice because pain is there to teach us that you shouldn't. <laughs> so that's what I got for you today. We're gonna get to pick up a little bit more in the in the conclusion. I got a little bit more I want to tell you about. Uh, pain and trauma and what it can teach us. All right, so I'll catch back up with me in a couple seconds here. All right, yeah, that pain. How <laughs> would you know about it? Uh, hopefully not too much. <laughs> and if you do know a lot about it, I hope it's because it's, I hope it's because of somebody else's pain that you experience uh, secondhand and you learn from it. So anyways, um, one thing I do want us to uh, talk about, one thing I want you to uh, understand about pain is that yes, it is necessary because um, if you are over the age of, uh, what is it? I believe 25, if you're over the age of 25 and you're listening to this, there's something uh, a little disappointing that I wanna share with you. Uh, the See, for the most part, most people can learn um, by watching other people and they can learn by reading a book and um, just getting getting the information that way. And um, that's those are all valuable ways to learn. But the unfortunate thing is that um, back to, um, I think it was Richard Dawkins or it might have been actually Dr. David Buss, uh, one of those two people. But he actually said, um, after the age of 25, it is extremely, extremely difficult to learn something new. And the only way you can learn something new 
The only way you can learn something new is to undergo extreme amounts of trauma. I know that sucks, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, damn it. Really, the only way I can learn is from experiencing trauma? Do I have to like cut a leg off to learn something? No, you don't. You don't. You absolutely do not have to cut off a leg. But let me, let me fill you in on this. The most effective way to learn is to undergo trauma. So say, for instance, if you are... Um, if you're overweight, right, and you are, um, you've been eating and eating whatever you want to, and you say, I'm gonna keep, uh, you keep saying to yourself, oh yeah, I'm gonna make it to the gym, I'm gonna make it to the gym, I'm gonna make it to the gym, and then one day, you have a heart attack. Now, my question to you is, my question I would pose to you, hopefully you're not gonna have a heart attack, I don't wish a heart attack on anybody, but my question to you would be, if you were to have a heart attack, or if you were to find out you have diabetes, would you continue to eat and live your lifestyle the way you're living, or B, accept the trauma for what it is, understand the pain for what it's teaching, trying to teach you, and maybe make a change. Now you see what I'm trying to say here is that sometimes you do need that trauma to make a change because everybody else, including myself, I've had that, I've had, I've, I have this in my life too where I say, I'm gonna make this change. The other day, I got a funny story to tell you in a second, but um, uh, <laughs> you gotta have, that um, you gotta have that, that, that trauma to teach you that like this is just not a good decision or it is not the right way to go or it's not the right way to continue. So um, kind of going along the lines of a personal story of mine, um, I was, uh, <laughs> it's not trauma or anything. Let me back it up actually, let me back it up. I'm leaving the house, before I leave the house, I put my, set my phone down and I put my phone in a, in a space that I don't normally put it. But I told myself, I'm gonna remember that my phone is in that place where I don't normally put it. Where I, knowing that in my life of 36 years now that I've done that God knows how many times, put my keys, my phone, my wallet, whatever, whatever I know that it's important. I always put it in a different place that I always than I normally put it. And I always tell myself, remember that it's in that place and every time without fail, I forget it. <laughs> so yes, yes, I yeah, so um I guess I haven't experienced enough trauma or pain and or make me realize that I should just put my keys, my wallet, my phone or whatever valuable possessions, valuable possessions that I have on me at the time. I should just put it in a space that I would normally remember to go back to. But no, I always say no, I'll remember because it's not in the place that I <laughs> normally go back to. And you probably have something like that in your life too where you're just like kicking yourself all the time like why the hell did I do that? So, yeah, we're all humans, and I understand, but like, check this out. The best way, you know, I've done this, I've done the other way too, where I've actually experienced enough pain to actually teach me like, hey, stop doing what you're doing. You know, I've had some issues with, uh, with my knee um, before, and I was trying to figure out like what in the world was causing that, that issue with my knee. And I just kept listening to this, these people that weren't professionals telling me about like, this is, uh, you should wear these type of shoes for you or for your feet because these shoes are so good for like being faster. And then we're talking about track and field, of course, here. Uh, but uh, these shoes are good for you being faster and yada, yada, yada. Come to find out that I talked to a podiatrist and they're like, oh, those are terrible for you. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm listening to these people that obviously have no idea what they're talking about. So, yeah, so that pain, um, I learned from that and I definitely... Uh, you know, I went out of my way to uh, stop doing what I was doing so I could, um, or so I could have less pain in my body and so I could perform better when I was on the track. 
So yeah, that's um, you know, there's all kinds of ways we can learn from pain. You can learn from others. You can learn from yourself, um, and you can learn from um, not learning. <laughs> Eventually, it'll catch up with you. But either way, no matter what, if you're a human being, you're gonna experience pain in your life. And um, if you continue to run from pain, you're never gonna really grow. You're just gonna just live in this comfortable place where nothing really happens to you, nothing good, nothing bad. There's just kind of existing. And that's not really a great way to live life, right? So um, that's what I got for you today. A little bit longer on the podcast. I was feeling pretty good about this one because like I said, pain is one of those things that as a personal trainer and as an all-American athlete and a world champion, I'm very, very, very familiar with and I'm very familiar with what it can teach you. So I'm hoping that just a little bit of what I, uh, what I learned uh, over time and just uh, in becoming a, um, a world-class athlete, so to speak, and um, becoming an entrepreneur from a, um, a nine-to-five worker, uh, hopefully that those things can teach you a little bit about um, how you can become great in your own life too. And I'm not saying that I am um, better than anybody else or that I'm super great, but I feel that I'm, I'm, I'm great in what I've accomplished and what I had in terms of expectations for myself. So yeah, buddy, uh, that does it for the day. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, oh, by the way, uh, Google Google Play now has Google Podcasts. So if you're listening to this podcast on Google, Google Play, uh, soon it'll be Google Podcasts. So take a look at it. General Fitness Company Cast is still the name. Uh, just we call these sub-episodes uh, sub uh, the TR Expert Talks because we talk about fitness and we relate it back to the real world life lessons. So yeah. I appreciate you listening. Uh, please share this with your friends, family, and foes. Leave a rating or review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're consuming this content. And as always, keep good company.